Washington Commanders Nation. I got my group chat, boys. Rip me my group chat commanders ready to assemble. How y'all feeling right now, man? Hail to the commanders. I'm good, man. I'm good. It's late, but you know, we about to put on the show. <laughs> Take command. Take command, Alex. How you feel, man? Feeling good, man. Can't can't really call it any other way, man. Hell. This is our first. This is our first group chat since the team's name changed and shit. We are the Commanders now. An underline and an underline. How y'all feeling about the name? A month into it, we about a month and a half past it now. Have you warmed up more to it, or is it still like meh? Or, bro, does it not matter? We just need to win goddamn games here, and the uniforms look cool. I start with Jalen. Uh, you know, yeah, I just start with Jalen because you know he been he been on the fence with the team lately. Yo. What's good? Um, honestly, um, I think I like the brand more so than the name itself. Like I'm liking what I'm seeing coming with the brand. Um, to be honest, and like you said, I have been harsh about the team, but that's one of the things I think they've done better actually since the name unveiling. Uh, like if you see in the city, like you see stuff trying to be pushed out, trying to be, you got to look for it, but you know, I'm always looking for it being a fan. Uh, but you know, like the swag packs we got and stuff like that. I feel like when more merchandise gets pushed out, it's going to be fire. Um, and like I've always said, if you don't like those jerseys and those helmets, you just a old washed person. old get off my line type person. Um, because, like, it's no way that you like the Rams jerseys and don't like ours. Like, it's the same font, yeah. just different colors. Like, if we just being really honest. <laughs> right. And everybody talks about how their jersey's so fire. So, I'm not 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 the biggest fan of how the name sounds, uh, but I do see the prospects of a nice brand being built behind it. Okay. Alex. Yeah, I definitely would piggyback off what Jalen's saying. Like, the name at this point, it is what it is. You know, you're just going to take it or leave it for better or worse. But um, like you said, Rio, bottom line is, are they going to start stacking them Ws? And that's what really matters. That's what's going to sell. That's what's going to push it. That's that's really it, man. But um, I'm, I'm I'm excited, man. It looks good. When you turn on NFL Network, you see it in the drag, you see the logo, you're like, all right, that shit is pretty clean, man. You know, it, oh, yeah. you know, it's something you could definitely vibe with. Um, the name, it'll just have to grow on us. Oh yeah, and then like the way that it looks on the polos and yeah. the logo being next mm-hmm. to other stuff. It looks like an NFL logo, and that was like the thing I was most yeah. concerned with. Like, how's it gonna look next to other like rivals logos and stuff like that? I would have loved to have a logo of something rather than a letter, but it works. Like uh, Todd, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, like Jalen said, outside of the way that commander sounds and feels when you say it, like I like everything else, the jerseys. I think the helmets are top three, maybe the best jerseys, um, um, helmets in the league. The jerseys are amazing. Um, and then the W fits, it works, you know, and that can be changed. That can be tweaked. I think the crest is cool. They fixed the years. I don't know why that ever happened, but they fixed the years. It's really everything but saying and hearing commanders. But that's because we just got to get used to it. So. It is what it is. It was nobody's first choice, but it could be worse. It could be admirals. <laughs> facts. <laughs> Big facts. Hey, close it out, Clay. Yeah, I like, I like how they marketing that W right behind my man Jalen's uh, head back there, the backdrop he promoting there. He's about, hey, he about to get it right. But uh, <laughs> I like the way they, they market the W. Um, I mean, it makes us feel like Washington, you know. It's like – but commanders um i'm i'm kind of 50 50 on it i'm just glad we got a name i'm glad that team you know uh pundits are saying you know commanders the commanders and it's starting to like i'm starting to grasp it like all right we're the commanders we're the commanders so 
the marketing, uh, the jerseys are fire. The helmets are fire. I'm just ready to roll. I'm ready to win some games, and I'm just glad we got a name. And like you said, it looks like a real logo now. Like that W is like it's there, you know. So. Hell yeah. And like, I feel like I've gravitated more to it with the more hate that's come with it. Like Definitely. our fan base and other yeah. fan base, the more they clown it, the more I'm like, okay, I fuck with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the more they, the more they whine. It did trip me out though the other day with the whist trade when they're like commanders receive. I'm like, bro, who's the commander? Yo, what's funny is every time somebody like a media pundit talks about us, they say it with like salt and snark behind it. Like, yeah, yeah, like commanders. <laughs> it's gonna sound so normal in like two years, two three oh, years. Yeah. It's gonna sound like every other NFL name. Definitely. That should just be sounding crazy when people talk about it. But let's get to it. All off season, Ron and Mayhew they told us they were gonna search far and wide. We've been in the DMs, text messages of every single franchise in the league, casting our net in search of a franchise quarterback. Per usual. Niggas ain't want to come here. <laughs> the ones we wanted, really wanted, didn't yep. want to come here. And we ended up landing on Mr. Commander Carson Wentz. Who would like to start on here? Because I remember with the initial reaction of the trade, we right was going to have it. I'm going to I'm gonna send it to my guy, Tay. Because Tay so, is the most optimistic in the Pretty much. Let that guy start. all the pom-poms for Carson. And I need some positive vibes to start off the discussion. Carson so, Wentz, the commander. How you feel? So I feel, honestly, first of all, I had this, like, five minutes before it broke. And it's only because I was watching. <laughs> I was watching. Uh, Colin Coward. Colin Coward, he said, look, I guess a trade is about to happen. Uh, Carson Wentz and the name to watch out for the commanders. As soon as I heard that, I put that down in the group chat. I said, yo, we might have to like Carson Wentz might be the quarterback. Ten minutes later, five minutes later, Adam Schefter breaks it. Washington uh, commanders get Carson Wentz uh, off off break. I love the way that Ron and them move quickly. Uh, the fact that we're not in a position like someone else you think of uh other teams who are in need of quarterbacks but i won't get into that yet but i i initially i like i like carson wentz and it took me uh obviously philly you know you hate the like you know you know how it is you got hate towards them because you know they play the opposite team and he cooked us i mean for years yeah no he did like houdini cooked us for like years yeah so i always hated him like like when he got cut from the from philly i was like yes thank you goodness you know he's gone but what he offers in this offense, man, I just think it's something that we haven't seen. I mean, besides Kirk, maybe, but Kirk was more accurate. He Kirk wasn't really a deep ball guy. Mm-hmm. What this man Wentz presents is a deep ball. What, what, what Scott Turner likes is pushing the ball downfield. I mean, he's accurate. He well, for the most part, accurate. More so, the deep ball is 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 very good. Um, but. I mean, doesn't throw interceptions much. Has four seasons with under seven picks. Uh, he's he can move in the pocket. You can see he has a quick tit, quick twitch. Uh, seems like he he has a good pocket presence from what I can see, and he hangs in the pocket. He can make throws on the run. Um, like I said, this is he's everything we thought Haskins would be. I think. Mm. 
I don't even want to say that. Name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, that's what we thought. Uh, say that this goddamn chat. <laughs> Did you see the pause? Uh, the, yeah. yeah. I was like, took me a moment to figure out what you're saying. What he just said. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, we thought we thought Haskins was gonna be a guy that could hang we in the pocket. We thought he was gonna be nice. Was definitely, definitely you know, throw, throw on the run, the take the arm. And I think yeah. Carson Wentz is oh. Hey, that's the difference between arm talent and arm stream. Alex, take us next. What are you feeling at this moment, and what were you feeling immediately upon seeing the news that we traded for Carson Wentz? Knee-jerk reaction. I was, I was almost up in the arms. Y'all know where my heart was at the entire time. Yeah, I man. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I beat that. I'm like, he's a dead horse. Like, seriously, like, <laughs> yep. when, when we finally – You're not for real. For real, yeah, man. For those like, who I, don't I, know, who are you talking about right now? Of course, man. The real number four, uh, Deshaun Watson, man. You know, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad he's cool. Glad he got a situation straight. Still got to do it, everything. But I was riding for that hard. It just made all the sense in the world initially. But when we did sign for Carson, I was more so upset about the promises of a big swing. And I feel like maybe Carson is decent for us. We really had high expectations. Oh, I had high expectations. <laughs> and you know, landing Carson, like I wasn't upset with it because I'm like, oh, you know what? Instantly. I'm like, I'm so happy for Terry because now he has a quarterback, somebody who can efficiently deliver the ball to him. You know, like actually, yep. like if, if he's a thousand yard receiver right now, we can probably possibly give him 13, 1400 because he has somebody that's going to get the ball to him. There's not going to be any more of those yards or points left on the field anymore. You know, Carson can comprehend the, the offense. The whole entire playbook is open. Yeah. I would, that, that's what I was happy about. Like, and he's the best we had here in a while, like you said, since Kirk. So, I'm 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 really happy with it. Like for better or worse, man. Like this 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 isn't it's not a bad move at all. Pascal. Yeah, so you know, you always like you feel like you're gonna feel differently before it happens, and then when it happens, you don't feel quite the same way. Cause like Wentz, you know, Mariota, Trubisky, all those guys kind of in the same category. Then you end up with Wentz and it's like, okay, I can't I can't feel that way anymore now that he's my quarterback. Um I was still rooting for a rookie. And, you know, I felt like they were in a situation, once you're not getting Russell, once you're not getting Deshaun, once you're not getting Rodgers or Carr, there's not so much you can do to, to get above the 8, 9, 10 win range. There's just stuff you can do to give you a better chance of staying afloat. I think Carson Wentz gives you the better chance. You know, I think it's tough to win with the rookies, so I understand why they didn't want to, you know, stake their claim with one of these rookies. But... I don't, I don't, more than anything, I don't like with the compensation that they gave up for Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. I assume that if they took the contract, it'd be like a fourth and a fifth. If they didn't take the contract, maybe two thirds, it's probably going to be a two and a three. And the ultimately for me, what will determine it is if it ends up being a one year job, because if he starts for one year, you gave up a second and a third and 28.5 million in cap space and affected your free agency plans. And he starts for one year. And I'm assuming if it's one year, that means you probably didn't make the playoffs and weren't that successful. That's like massive. That's like a fireable offense to me. So um, my knee-jerk reaction was honestly like just stunned. I didn't really have any emotions. Now all I can do is hope for the best. But if it ends up being one year, whew, that's 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 rough. And I don't like that it's another deal that we made that the whole NFL world can laugh at and clown before anything happens. So, yeah, But, honestly, I, you know, root for the yeah. best. The NFL world, man, like everything out of Washington is going to look like a fucking joke to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They right. just think we're like a 
ongoing clown show. And it's funny because when you listen to some of these national shows, they don't know shit about our roster <laughs> no, or they don't. what we do here. Like, no, dudes be out here talking like John Bostick is a stalwart at linebacker. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They have no idea what's going on here. I'll say, I'm going to let Jalen close this because I feel like he's the perfect one to close this. <laughs> um, so I do want to piggyback on, like, the last two points that were made. Um, instant reaction, y'all know I was heated. I was big time mm-hmm. heated. And I think the reason I was heated, like Alex mentioned, is because we were promised a big swing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. are, we, are we taking this swing with a, a wiffle bat? Like, what are we doing, <laughs> man? Like, like, what am I missing? And also, well, coming around to like now, and, and instantly, like, I knew we made an upgraded quarterback. I knew that for right. sure. Right? I right. knew that for sure. I knew we made an upgraded quarterback. So you can't hate the move too much. But the reasons like that I dislike the move when it happened are the reasons like that is showing itself now. Like Todd said, the compensation, a $28.5 million cap hit for somebody yeah. that may be damaged goods, that may right. be a one-year rental. Yeah. We don't know. And, yes, we're hoping for the best as fans. But, like, a lot of these issues that I thought last week are rearing its head. We're not able to pick up the free agents that we're looking at. Or so it say. Or now we have to create this cap space and we're scrambling. And I don't want to get into it too much because I know we're going to touch to it. But now we're making desperate cuts where we're cutting productive guys like Eric Flowers and Matt Ioannidis. Yeah, yeah they might have been overly expensive, but that may not have been a move you had to make if you weren't eating $28.5 million for Carson Wentz. Um, so, I mean, I know we made an upgraded quarterback. And Lord knows, Rio, we were saying that those games last year, they the oh defense – the defense after about week eight, the, the safeties were sitting back at 12 yards. Like, <laughs> like we, we know, we know, yes, Trayvon did this that strap Terry because he was sitting on every row. So, I mean, at least we don't got a quarterback that's going to have you know defenses sitting nine in the box on us anymore. So, that is a plus. But, I mean, at, at what cost? At what cost is the you know upgrade? Um, so I still have that question, um, going into the season. And to put a bow on the Carson Wentz topic, I'll say that by the time we made the trade, it was like we're still reeling from Russ saying no to us. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Denver, and at that point, Rodgers had already re-upped mm-hmm. with Green Bay, and you just saw reality just hitting us all of a sudden. Like, mm-hmm. we can swing all we want to. We're in the park by ourselves, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, we're in the park <laughs> by ourselves. So the big swing ain't going to be what we thought it was. <laughs> nobody it's be a single, not a home run. Yeah, nobody's too. These dudes have no trade clauses. And I am pretty positive when we met with Landon's agent, David Mulligetta, who represents Deshaun Watson at the Combine, I promise you, they had a conversation, and they were probably told, "Yeah, Deshaun's not really thinking about going there." Oh, you know that happened. Yeah, for sure. Y'all, y'all should definitely look at the next guy. Like, <laughs> 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 oh yeah, oh, shit. I imagine that was the case. And realistically speaking, I'm sitting here like, "Oh, we're gonna get Jimmy G or Mitch Trubisky, Carson Wentz, one of them." But I like Carson Wentz better than them because. Mr. Trubisky's never produced shit in this league, and neither really has Jimmy G. And if Jimmy G couldn't produce in a perfect, a perfect outfit, they have a yeah. great defense, yeah. they have weapons, and he has an offensive genius calling his plays. What the fuck is he going to do in D.C.? 
<laughs> no, nah, I couldn't have Jimmy G here just for aesthetics. He's just aesthetically, it's not pleasing yeah, to have nah. Jimmy G as your quarterback. This would have been a nice face for the ladies to look at for the <laughs> But Wentz is an upgrade. I'm gonna make a bold claim. I think Ron and them are looking at this differently than the fan base. I think they're giving Wentz an audition to be the long-term starter. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I think, like, they're planning to have mm-hmm. him here. Like, they're yeah. not thinking about the fact that we can get out of the contract if it goes to shit this season. Yeah. But they have it there in case it does. But Jalen brought up some departures from the team. We don't have – it's the first day. Today's the 16th, the Wednesday. Today's the first day of the league year. We don't have any new acquisitions other than Carson Wentz. So all we can talk about is departures right now. This is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> We love <laughs> yeah. Matt Ioannidis, the shades are Everett, Glennon Collins being designated with a June first cut, and we lost Tim Settle to the Bills. You Eric Flowers, about? Eric Flowers. Oh my God, Eric like, Flowers, yeah, Ricky Shields Jones, yeah, Brandon yeah. Sheriff, everybody, DeAndre Carter, resident right now. For some reason, a lot of buddies, he man. decided to come back. I don't know if it was the price of gas when he had to move. <laughs> I don't know what brought him back here. But that frozen tundra. Jalen, oh, go ahead man. and start us, man. Which departure hurts the most? And how, like, what we've lost this year, like, so far in free agency, like, do you think that affects win losses? Like, do you think it dramatically affects our upside for next season? I'm going to give you two, and I'm, I'm not going to be long on them because um, I'm sure people want to touch bases on these. But as far as talent, the one that hurts the most is Eric Flowers. Like, this is a guy that, you know, he really embraced being a, a, a commander, a Washington football team player, or whatever he was. I remember the interview when he was brought back from the Dolphins yeah. last year that he had with Josina Anderson, and he was talking about how, like, he felt indebted to Washington because, like, these guys revived his career. Right. Like, yeah, he, he did what he did in 2019, went to Miami. And even though he's from there, he was like Washington is his football home. So I was I was really shocked to see that um cut because, like, I always thought with, you know, his attitude about the organization, he would always be a guy that was willing to restructure. Yep. But I don't know, you know, how low we were trying to lowball him and things like that. And then just in terms of just the investment, I was, I was about to put this in the chat, but then I realized we were about to – Pot, guys, do we realize that Landon Collins only played 50% of the duration of his contract? That man was signed for six years. It feels like he's been on the team for 10 years. That man signed for six years and gave us three. And one was really productive. The second one was injury riddled. And then this one was, you know, half a season that was good when he was playing linebacker. So as far as talent, Eric Flowers. And then as far as just the investment and the return on investment, that land the college contract is looking like boo-boo right now. Mm. Definitely looking like boo-boo. Tay, go ahead, take us next. Yeah, um, Flowers hurts the most, but at $10 million, I think you can't really pay him. I, um, all the Sadiq Charles fans, I think you need to stop. He's trash. He needs his own topic, but he, he, he's not that good. But Eric Flowers hurts the most. But like I said, at that $10 million cap uh, spot, it, it hurts. But the good thing is our O-line coach is very good at moving and interchanging pieces. So I, I, I'm sure they'll find a guy that can plug in and produce just as much and cheaper. Uh, that's the thing with having a quarterback. And although uh, Wentz isn't 
the best quarterback, but I mean he's he's solid. He's about middle of the pack. You're gonna have to cut. You're gonna have to pay some guys lesser than than what they are. You're gonna have to fill until you're a heavyweight team like the Bills, who guys are taking pay cuts to, you know, play there, but that are talented. But uh, the Flowers one hurt, and then Ioannidis only because Tim Settle's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would have kept Settle, I, I would have been like, okay, you know, Ioannidis is fine. But the fact that we lost two now is like, all right, Payne and, and Allen, and, and one of them get hurt, uh, we're in trouble. So uh, those two those two really hurt. But I don't think it affects the win-loss really. I don't yeah. think so. You know, God, we, we, we did win seven games with him. And before I let Pascal go, let me call a timeout. Did we all thank Brandon Sheriff on his way out? I didn't say Brandon Sheriff when I said players that departed. That's how much we don't give a fuck about Brandon <laughs> Sheriff in our chat. Pascal, you going to miss Sheriff, man? Let me let me hear about your departures, man. Yeah, the, the honestly – we always talk about departures like they're a bad thing, but <laughs> you're of addition by subtraction, right? And uh, that man, Brandon Sheriff, is off the books. So that's yes. a win. But uh, look, I'm going to say I'm gonna say Tim Settle. Like, okay, we knew Brandon Sheriff wasn't coming back. Good riddance. Shazer Everett, bad situation. Knew he wasn't coming back. Ricky Seals-Jones, you know, he, he did a little something, but, you know, that's not much. Settle, though, because Settle is – for one, he's the youngest of these guys. If I'm not mistaken, he's like 24. He was extremely cheap, two years, nine million. And then you you're 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 creating a hole in your depth, which was supposed to be the strength of the team last year. Mm-hmm. And what you're gonna have to pay the player to replace him in terms of depth depth will be similar, probably not much less, unless you're just drafting someone in what the fourth or sixth or seventh round. Do you trust the sixth? or seventh-round rookie to come in and, you know, play if, if Payne or Allen get hurt or just need a break. Now, maybe you bring in Adama Kinsu. It's like, okay, all right, I, I kind of see what you're doing, but I'd still keep settle because, again, he's young, he's homegrown, and he has shown an ability to come in and play at a level that you want out of your depth. So I'm going to go with settle. They only offered him apparently a one-year, like, $3 million deal. Three million? And it's just like – I don't understand that for two reasons because – that the cap numbers there between a one year three million dollar deal and a two year nine million dollar deal are it's negligible the difference. So that's a weird one, and I think that's the biggest one because that's a young player who could have been a big depth piece here for a number of years. I like that one, Ty. And before you go, that's the kind of deal that makes me question like, did they even really want him here? Yeah, is, is and, and if and if so, why not? Like, that's a slap you in the face type deal. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah. And the next topic we're going to hit on is about how frugal Ron in this front office is. And is that a concern going forward? But, Alice, go ahead and close us out on the departures, man. Um. I'm I know you're that. settled. You you own a settled jersey. Man. I do. I, I do own a Tim Settle jersey. And I, I, like, <laughs> it, it, that's the most glaring and obvious one. But I think for us, like just playing the trenches. I mean, because you know, settles mm-hmm. in the trenches as well. But when Ron spoke about team success, he spoke about the O line depth, and that really rang true for us through the entirety of the season. Because when we did have injuries, we had folks that stepped in, but we never truly lost a step. That was like the best thing about exactly uh, when who was the Tyler Lars stepped in. Uh, Keith uh, Ishmael as well, like even Sadiq for the future. Schweitzer. Yes, Schweitzer. You know, we had a lot of guys that really just stepped in and made it like, like really, really, like made the transition smooth. But um, I'm, I'm, 
Bruno and Eric Flowers I don't even know what it, it just sucks, man. Like you, like that's why I said the game plan changed. And I know Todd, you mentioned at what cost. If this was Deshaun Watson, I'd be tripping as much with these pieces that we're losing. Right. You know, right. See what I'm saying? This is where the conversation yeah. comes back yeah. into play. You know, when you when you mentioned the conversation of the, the second second round, the third. I don't know, man. But, um, we'll see. I mean, we're, like you said, creating more problems where they weren't ready. We, we signed yeah. this guy. Now we doing back. I wish we would at least. I, I, uh, in the end, yeah, I'll just go ahead and take uh, 10 million or we'll, we'll pay the other 18, you know what I'm saying? Something like that to break it up. It's taking yeah. a whole 20. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, just for know, sure. Just... Yeah, man. Like, and that, and that was a great point with Alex was bringing up because it's going to lead us to our next topic about is this team just too frugal and do they just not want to pay the going rate for talent? But before we get to that, man, Brandon Sheriff, Tim Settle. All you guys, man. Matt Ioannidis, appreciate y'all for what y'all did here. Not not Sheriff. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> keep best going. Of the rest of them. Best of luck in your endeavors elsewhere. And, hey, man, good for y'all. Shout out to JD for being the realist, bro. Like, <sighs> people don't usually pick us. That's your guy, Jay. Like, President of the Danny McKissick Fan Club right Thanks. here. You know I'm lit. Big time. <laughs> you know I'm lit. That boy is back. <laughs> How did that make you feel to know that JD turned down playing for a Super Bowl contender to come back to Washington to be a commander, man? Go ahead, Jalen. This is your guy. This is your topic, bro. Makes me feel like he was who I thought he was. (laughs) Makes me feel like he was who I thought he was. One of the best players on his team. And he knew his value to this team. And honestly, like I told John, he called Washington's bluff. He called Ron and them's bluff. Yeah, y'all not going to offer me? All right, I'm going to take this deal. But guess what? Y'all know y'all need me, bruh. I know y'all need me, bruh. I don't care if Carson doesn't throw it down. I don't need me at some point in this season. And if we're going to be real about it, J.D. McKissick was the reason for two wins last year. We're a five-win team if we didn't have J.D. McKissick. I don't care about a third down back. I don't care about none of that. Like I told y'all in week one, he was better than Chris Thompson ever was. And guess what? I'm holding to it. I'm holding uh-huh. to it. Double down. Oh, yeah, injury, all that. That's my guy. Y'all know it's it. not I even close. Number 41. I'm about to get a jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two more years. AD back in the building. But it's like we know that Ron and them every year, we usually attack the second and third wave of free agency. Last year, we jumped out there on the second, third, and fourth day with Ryan Fitzpatrick, then William Jackson, and then Curtis Samuel. It's funny how we've got more production from the bargain bin shopping we did than when we jumped out there and made a quick splash. I think, like like you were saying, Alex, if we would have got Watson, nobody would care about all the cap gymnastics and shit that we have to do. But that just brings me back to, we would have still been trying to sign people and shit with Watson. And so we would be a more attractive destination to bring an Allen Robinson in this joint right now, which means ultimately they could be just using this wit shit as an excuse to do what they've always done, which is bargain shop. Is, is this bargain shopping shit going to be the cause for Ron's demise here? Does he need to switch it up and step out there? Or are they trying and folks just don't want to come here? Or is it just a combination of both? Say starters. 
I think with Ron, he wants those comp picks back from next year. Uh, so personally, I think, you know, with the Carson trade, we're going to get essentially a third back next year for the brand sheriff, considering we don't sign anybody for that value. But if you look at the cap casualties, I mean, Austin Hooper is out there, you know, Miles Jack was out there for a moment, but I think that's what he's going to target. I think he's going to target those guys like a Bobby McCain, like we got last year and a couple other players that get cut. I don't think he wants to lose any of those comp picks from what I'm thinking, you know, to make up for the picks we're going to lose with, with Wentz. But I mean, it hurts that we haven't been able to track some people, you know, I mean, but we still got what about 27 million from what I'm, from what I'm hearing in cap space. And there's still guys out there. You got Allen Robinson. I, I think he's going wherever Deshaun goes, but you got Matthew the same. And it, I mean, it, it's players still out there. Uh, may not Bobby be who Wagner we want. Bobby Wagner, you know. So um, it, it, it stings because obviously we, we're so used to the Vinny Serrato days where we get the Albert Hainsworth at 1201 or we get the, you know, whoever it is at 1201, you know. But Ron's just like, nah, you know. I My thing is I just hope he's not content with what we have. I, I just – I don't want that. I want to always improve. But – We'll see. I think he's targeting those cap casualties, though. I think he's going to go after the Hoopers and the Amari Cooper if he would have got cut, those type of players, because I think a lot of talent is going to still get cut here within the next couple of days also. So, so do you think we were in the conversations with some of these guys? Like, do you think we're just being told no, like, oh, we're going to choose a different direction? Or do you think that they're just really sitting on their hands and watching shit come to them? <sighs> I think a little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> I think a little bit of I think they really wanted Marcus Williams, but I think the price got too too uh too out of hand. Yeah, so and I think it seemed like bit. the Ravens say, you know what, bring them on down because that's yeah. they do great business and they always are blessed with an influx of talent. Pascal. Yeah, uh to you the the last question you just asked, I don't think they're getting spurned a lot in free agency. I honestly think they're really not trying to go after a, a bunch of guys. Now, there's like a fine line between going crazy in free agency. Like, if they did what the Jaguars did, I wouldn't feel great about that. Um, And then on the flip side, it's like, if you don't sign anybody and you're cutting and releasing a bunch of players, I don't feel great about that either. Uh, But I feel like what it is is, and there's this chart that uh, Warren Sharp Sharp Football tweeted out about teams and how much they've spent on free agency since 2012 and the success that they've had and the teams that have spent the least, Steelers, Packers, Seahawks, they are the most successful teams of the, that 20 they, they've had the most success and spent the least in free agency and since 2012. And so it's like, I think that's what Ron's trying to do. My question is, does he know how to do that? Because that can be your philosophy, but when the right player, the right situation pops up, you have to jump on those things. And once you get to a certain point, you have to be willing to just add talent left and right. Like what the bills are doing, signing OJ Howard, signing Von Miller, going after JD McKissick, you know, that sort of thing. So, I think that I think they're being a little bit too frugal. Not too much. I think a little bit because they don't have that quarterback to offset not making these additions. So in some ways, I think they need to be more aggressive. But I'm okay with the philosophy. I just don't like how many players they're losing and then yeah. I'm, I'm that are so cheap where I feel like the replacements are going to be comparable in terms of cost. And then at that point, I really don't see the, the purpose of it. All right. Go ahead, Stunner. Um. To me, it seems as if, like, they're moving as if they think they have the quarterback to mask a lot of these issues. Exactly, yeah. 
And I hope that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope that's not the case. Yeah. And it's not just because it's Carson Wentz. There's only about five quarterbacks in the NFL that can do that. Mm-hmm. That can mask glaring weaknesses on all three units. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It even bit the Packers in the ass against the 49ers in the playoffs because they had issues in special teams. Mm-hmm. Right. This is my thing. Like, we're so short-sighted in the front office where, like, I know that we got spurt once. I know we got spurt once with balling out in the in the in the free agency last year, but we also got to put some of that on the coaching staff because you had some of these guys playing out of position. Some of your biggest signings. Jackson. Are we not on the same page in the front office and the coaching staff? So I don't know who to put it on at this point. Mm-hmm. Because, like, yeah, I don't mind being frugal if you're going to put these guys in the right position. But I don't right. mind paying a lot of money if you're going to end up putting these guys in the right position. So, like, I, I agree with Todd. I don't think that we're getting spurned a lot. I just think that we're not out there offering a lot. But hopefully, you know, these the front office and the coaching staff can finally get a line in this season and we can see some progress. So I, I really don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Alex, close it. All right, well, I wouldn't say that again, Spurn, because anytime there's money involved, you're going to listen. So right, Washington, in the past. you know, yeah, Washington is in the conversation. We're just not everybody's first, like, top option, like, by stretch. And that's cool. That's fine. That's what it is for now. But um, my line of thinking as far as their plan going forward, uh, are they trying to set up another big swing for next year? I know Carson potentially could be the guy going forward, but they also said they wanted to pair uh, a vet with the rookie, be it maybe this draft or maybe even taking mm. a big swing and trying to trade up and go get a guy next year. Someone that has the missed talent that would warrant a first round pick. But that's contingent upon them winning a couple games this year. Like, that's yeah. the only way you're going to get the stability to be able to do that. Um, so if that's the sense of the line of thinking, cool. But I think they really feel like they can make their strongest push. This is the year three leap that Ron was talking about. So if you're going to make that year three leap, let me do it with somebody that got some that got the heat to put something to the wall. You know what I'm saying? I can really bust something out there with. So we'll see. We'll see how that shakes out. All right, we got the draft coming up. We're about a month and 12 days away from the draft. Like, I guess – it feels like it's not as we're not as anxious about it as usual yeah. because we have the quarterback on the roster. But yeah. would you still draft the quarterback in early in this draft? Me personally, I don't think they're going to. I would, but I don't think they're going. I think they'll draft someone in like round six, <laughs> and just to be the body that's behind. Uh, Carson and Taylor because there's no way a rookie's going to see the field this year with all that they've given up to acquire Carson Wentz. But that's me personally. What do you think, Tay? Yeah, I'm. I think both quarterbacks will be there at eleven. Um, personally, uh, whether maybe the Seahawks may take one of them at nine, but I think with where with everything shaping up, maybe the with especially who depends on who gets. Um, Deshaun. So if the Carolina or uh, Falcons get them, I think possibly both will be there at 11. I don't think I don't th- that would open up a trade back option. Yeah. For us. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm thinking. I think they're going to trade back and Jalen. I, I think we got to get more weapons for my guy. I mean, if, if that's your guy and then revisit quarterbacks next year, um, if it's if that's the option, say if Wentz has a stinker, you know, and just go all in for a quarterback next year. But I don't think they're attracted to these two guys this year. Obviously, you want to get a Malik Willis 
to, you know, come in and develop for a year maybe. But the receiver talent this year is just phenomenal. Um, the weapons this year are just phenomenal. So I think they got to kind of go with receiver here and build. And then next year, hopefully, if Wentz can get you over the top, if not next year, you have literally everything in place for the rookie quarterback to come in. But I don't think you draft one this year. I think you build the team as far as, you know, receivers because we need a, we need a number two. We need a number two straight up. So, and just to add on to the question, just so we can move this topic along, because I know it's late. I know, dude. I know y'all want to sleep, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is your pick at pick eleven? So, pair the first pair the would you draft the quarterback with mm-hmm. who your pick is at eleven? So, tell you who you picking at. So, 11. so no, no quarterback at eleven. I'm taking Garrett Wilson if he's there. Wide receiver, mm. Ohio State. Sorry, Jalen. Okay. Sorry, Jalen. <laughs> Jalen, Jalen, I'll let you elaborate on it. I want to elaborate. Yeah, let's go, Jalen. What's good, Jalen? Yeah, I was the same way, Blim, Terry, so I can't even <laughs> mad. You want me to go now? Yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, um, I don't think we take a quarterback at 11, nor should we, because, you know, you're getting a guy in, you know, Carson Wentz's ta- talent room. You got to pair him with weapons. That's one of the reasons when initially when I thought that J.D. McKissick wasn't signing with us, that was one of my biggest issues is you got to just – Give him the most weaponry. This is the guy that you had your wagon to. Like, let's give him everything that he needs yeah, to be successful. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think we do. Uh, we draft uh, a quarterback at 11. Um, I was going to go with Garrett Wilson because uh, he's a stud. He's a freak of He's a freak show. <laughs> um, but to, to go opposite of Tay, um, I think it's going to be a receiver. So, my top two fits for Washington is Garrett Wilson so if we don't go Greger Wilson, I think a guy like Traylon Burks, uh, who's who's special as well, um, very very good possession receiver, sneaky deceptive speed. Even though he didn't run the fastest forty time, um, his tape is phenomenal. Burning, at, burning, bullied, SC, burning and bullying SEC DBs week in and week mm-hmm. out. So yeah. if, if it's Wilson or Burks, you know, just give Carson what he needs to be the best Carson possible. Oh yeah, Alex. Um, at 11, man, I just want to ask you guys if I know someone's going to fall that has no business being there at 11. Mm-hmm. I know we're saying our offensive player, but if, if Sauce is there, are y'all passing? I just, as a collective, I just want to know real quick before I give y'all 11, man. Pass. So I'm, I'm passing on Sauce because okay. strictly it's more like a game plan issue for me. He's strictly okay. his own corner, and you can't play him with William Jackson. Like Jalen Team Stingley. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm team okay. Stingley. I, I like it though. Yeah, I, I'm team Stingley, but he's not even a guy I draft at 11. I like the scenario that Alex brought up. If a defensive player was to drop, Kyle, Kyle. Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, that's another one too, that's right there. Kyle, that's that's the one and only. Podium. Why the hell is he here, player? <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. the one and only. Yeah. We've seen players that. like Derwin that we passed on get there, so <sighs> it's possible. Even though he's what most consider the best player in the draft. Mm. So uh, at 11, though, um, Gary Wilson is phenomenal. Traylon Burks, stud. Y'all know I got to rock my boy, Olave, man, through and through. Like, it's not the sexiest by any stretch. You know what I'm saying? It's not the sexiest by any stretch, but all he's going to do when he (laughs) gets here is produce. You know what I'm saying? Like, you put him across, Terry, you're not just focusing on him no more. The game is open. You know what I'm saying? That's reliable Mm -hmm. hands. You got a rookie that's going to come in playing like a savvy vet from day Mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Day one. You want to talk about reliability and production in your first round pick? It can't get no better right there. And, yeah. and the sealant shoot, 
and he can still he can still break through. You know what I'm saying? So I just love Olave there at 11, man. I love 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 Olave at 11. Man. <laughs> <laughs> What's good? Yeah, so you can't take a quarterback at eleven. That would that would confuse me so much because you <laughs> then you're saying Wentz is a one year, but you traded what you traded and gave the cap space for him for one year, and then he clearly doesn't do well with someone behind his shoulder. So you know it, it was fun watching Pickett and Willis and Crowell those guys. And if one of them ends up being better than Wentz, that's that's it for Rivera. But you can't go quarterback. <laughs> I don't care. I'll be honest with you. Like and even like okay, Kyle Hamilton's a great player, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't care about defense <laughs> at all. Me, me right now. Yes. I don't care about the defense or adding any talent to the defense or drafting any defensive players. I want some offense. I want a team that can score more than 20 points a game. I want the old Deshaun Jackson, Pierre Garçon, Jordan Reed, Kirk Cousins thrown for almost five thousand yards. I want that except better. And since tw- since 2008, when they drafted three bust offensive players in the second round, they've drafted four <laughs> offensive skill players between the first two rounds. RG3, Dwayne Haskins, Darius Geis, and Josh Doxson. Some of the biggest busts in the first two rounds of the draft going back. So <laughs> I want an offensive player. I want a wide receiver. And Tay, you said Garrett Wilson. And Jalen, you said Traylon Burks. And, and, uh, and, and, and Alex, you said... Chris Olave, and I'm gonna say I don't care which one of them. Take <laughs> any of them. I don't care which one, but just take an offensive skill player, and oh, then in the man. second round, take another one. Because I'm tired of this. I don't care about the defense. They can give up 30 <laughs> points a game, but I want to be able to score 30 a game. Yeah. So, Hell yeah! Hell yeah! And I'm a I'm a Jeez. definitely second that because we've allocated so much draft capital and resources to this defense. It's For time sure. that they fix themselves. For we sure. have no. the talent already. We okay. have the coaching staff. Coach them. Put mm-hmm. them in right positions to succeed. And I need all of our first-round picks that are lauded as these elite guys. I need Chase Young, Montez mm-hmm. Sweat, Allen, and Payne to look like first-round picks. And Jamin Davis. Mm-hmm. And, and William Jackson. And William Jackson. Yeah. Like, we need them to produce. Bro. Who who are first-round picks on offense? Other Carson Wentz we just traded for. Who else? Wow. Yeah, exactly. Well, wait. You got to wait on it. Like they just, Yeah, exactly. They don't exist. Yeah. Like, yeah, offensive need, yeah. player in the first round. And when I say offensive player in the first round, I don't mean guard or center. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be real specific. Y'all going to be real happy we get Kenyon Green up in nah. <laughs> Oh, man. If we do that, bro, I'm hot. You know, bro. I actually <laughs> think we're headed that direction. It's going to nah, be an interior nah. It's gonna oh, be an interior gosh. offensive lineman or a linebacker like Devin uh, Lloyd or N'Kobe Dean, which nah. I also would kind of throw up for because I don't want an off-ball backer to Two years in a you row. You can't take a linebacker two years in the draft. Yeah, yeah bro. No, you I'll be ready to fire everybody. Like, that. I can't find the value for receiver at eleven. You can when you need yeah. to stack receivers up. Like, don't you dare look at a Cam Sims resigning and say that's going to stop that's us. Crazy to me, bro. Drafting, uh, drafting a Burks, a London, no live. If I'm Ron, if I'm Ron, I'm talking to Scott. I'm saying, who do you want? First three, okay. top three picks are all you. Who, what yeah. what do you want and, and go from there? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even yeah. touch the defense, star fifth round pick. Me neither. Like, yeah. 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 I don't touch defense. I, I, we don't have fifth round picks, so sixth round. No, sixth yeah. round. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Take your defensive tackle in the yeah, sixth I'm round. I'm starting to draft yeah. off with a receiver, and then I'm going to go tight in a running back. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to go tight Trey McBride's there at 47. Yeah. And like, and at 11, at 11, if Wilson and Burks and Lobby, they're all there, okay, I'll take a little slide back. 
pick up maybe a third again or mm-hmm. something and then take that receiver. But just like the Cowboys always add more talent on offense and their offense is always so yeah. good. And we're like, why is it so good? And why are we so bad? Because we got Cam Sims starting as our wide receiver two <laughs> and Deami Brown <laughs> running around Cam doing nothing. Straight, and I love Cam. <laughs> I'm saying I love Cam. But if Cam's a starting for us and meanwhile, they got CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper, it's like, OK, well, no wonder. On top of Taylor Heineke. So, but Cam's yeah. my boy. Cam's my boy. I just want, I just want two dogs. Give me two number ones. We got one. Give me another another number one. Give me Garrett Wilson, bro. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, Jalen got me hip to Wilson, man. Oh yeah, Wilson. Oh, Wilson's dirty. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. he's absolutely dirty. Yeah, and Olave is a Maserati animal. And he fits, and you, and they, and and he fits well with the um, with the way Wentz can move in the pocket and create yeah. plays. You know, yeah. so we see a lot of deep so balls, man. Oh my. Goodness. And with his type of bounce, you don't even need a big body. Oh no, you don't, bro. Oh my yeah. goodness, you get jump out. That's crazy. The fact oh. that we are like, the, like, there's a lot of the fan base. They're like, the receiver has to be a certain height and stuff. Right. They're like, there's one blueprint to succeeding. Like, right. you know, but the way that the Bucks did it, they have a Mike Evans. So you need a Chris Godwin. Like, listen, fam. Yeah. Like, they're not the only team that's ever won a Super Bowl. Nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> like, give me good play. Just give me a give me a guy who can get open, catch the ball, and do something oh, once goodness. he gets it. All right, I got two more, two more questions, and I'm gonna let y'all rock because we already went for like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, last year we made some nasty predictions on what Ryan Fitzpatrick's number. <laughs> was. I'm gonna have Pascal send it to me. I'm gonna have to edit it into the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta see how optimistic we were about fucking Whoa. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh my God, I don't know. Shot right now, way too early on March 16th. How much yards? Touchdowns and interceptions is Carson Wentz gonna provide in 2022? We should we just assume 17 starts? Yes, assuming okay, 17 okay, starts. Okay, 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 okay. Assuming 17 starts, I'm gonna say 3,900 yards, 25 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Mm. Just okay. nice and respectable, but nothing. And you're you're going to have to be the graphic guy that makes us another graphic. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. look nasty. And I definitely dropped it in the chat because I wanted to go back to those same numbers. And um, I had Carson throwing for what? I think 31, 32. I feel like, nah, I, yeah, look, I'm, I'm going back. Less than Heineke? <laughs> Less than Heineke, yeah. I mean, if Heineke, Heineke threw for what, 24? Now he threw for 30, 33 or something. Yeah. How did he do for 33? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in 15 games. Bless his heart. Okay. <laughs> Bless his heart. All right. All right. Um, now I'm definitely going to put Carson at 30, even though it's going to be his first time in his offense. I do feel, I do feel those big plays and big shots that we missed, like Scott loves to take them. And that's yeah. the one thing we're going to have now. If Lord willing, these guys just stay healthy. Please, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. If they can, I think – I said it last year, this could be the explosive offense that we expected last season. You know, you're not going to really be able to key in on one guy, but i say 31 touchdowns, and I'm going to set him at possibly maybe nine interceptions. I'm going to just say nine. Um, and, yeah, I feel that's that's pretty solid. About 31 and nine for 41. He's going to throw for 4,000 yards. He should. He should absolutely. He's, he's, he's gonna. He's gonna throw for four thousand yards. Definitely should in this offense. Stunner. Okay. I, somebody got to pull out the receipts too, because I've. Rem- I'm, I'm trying to remember what my prediction was. I want to say it was somewhere around like twenty-seven touchdowns and like eleven picks. I think we were all over I thirty. Got him, I got him right oh, here. Oh, 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 oh Jalen, you got him. Yeah, you got him right. <laughs> 
So should I go with mine first, or should I read off all of you? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go, go yeah, ahead, go ahead and read them off. Yeah, read them all. <laughs> yeah, them all. Them all right. <clears throat> so my guy, Rio Robinson, <laughs> had had Carson going for thirty six thousand. I mean, th- thirty three thousand. Excuse me, six hundred and seventy yards, <laughs> twenty five touchdowns, and eleven interceptions, with two rushing touchdowns, bringing his total to twenty seven, <laughs> and a sixty three yard passing completion percentage. <laughs> okay. My guy Pascal Todd. Po, po. You were not optimistic at all, were you? I was not optimistic at all. <laughs> 3,400 yards even. <laughs> 21 TDs, 9 interceptions, or 63% completion percentage. That's depressing. Uh, where am I? Here I go. And then my phone conveniently freezes on me. But I was at a 4,100-yard passing, um, mm. you know, passing yards. With a 32 touchdown to a 16 mm. interception ratio. So about two to one with a yeah. 62% um, percent, you know, completion percentage. And then my phone just conveniently froze on me. So I can't get you guys. Oh, let's yes, move. Let's move. I got you. I got you. you. 3,500 yards for Tay, 23 touchdowns, eight interceptions with four rushing TDs to bring his total to 27. And then Alex, yeah, you're about right on yours. You're about spot on on yours. You're about spot on. on I'm yours. changing my answer. I'm changing my answer, by the way. Wait, 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 let me hear it. What's your change? 4,050 passing Ooh, yards. Okay. 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 31 passing okay. touchdowns. Okay. One rushing. So 30 to the Ooh. first quarterback to throw for 30 touchdowns here since Sonny Jurgensen. That's 1967. Mm-hmm. And 13 interceptions. So 30, 13 touchdown interception ratio. Or did I say 31? I said 31, right? Yeah. 31 to 13 touchdown interception ratio. 11 picks. Uh, One rushing touchdown. 4,050 yards. We out here. I'm calling it. I'm manifesting it. And Wentz going to do that shit. I love it. What's that stat doing, Carson, as far as him throwing like three plus touchdowns in games? Like I feel like he's definitely gonna hit that thirty threshold. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh, you know he's yeah. always due for like a a two or a three. I think he's gonna be close to that three mark. Jesus Christ, I go again in almost every game we play. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna push hey. at least he gonna push at least two or three, man. I, I swear to goodness, I like I feel hey. that way. Man, shoot, man, I know Tim about to call for MVP. We ain't getting MVP wins, man. Career revival. Yeah. Yo, how wild would that be if Wentz oh won an MVP goodness, this year? Like oh if 2017, God. like Jalen, Jalen, Jalen. This is no crazy comeback with 44 tutties. What does he have to you lose? Know somebody's though, gonna y'all? screen record this and be like, "Oh, look at these guys with this." T- <laughs> <laughs> Old takes exposed Dang like man. shit. And he was talking like he's Job. <laughs> man, I hope he is Job, man. Me too, man. No, man. man. It's funny when you go back and look at some of these pictures today. Like, bro, it looked like he was a damn hostage on that plane. <laughs> like, he didn't accept that he was here until after he got the jacket. Like, you know <laughs> Carson, Carson yeah, don't want to be here, man. He don't want to be here. He just don't got a choice. So look at my man. 
<laughs> if that don't like, first of all, hey, he looks like he's uh, in distress. Man. Hey, he's about to go crazy distress. this year. Be he's he's looking more like now. 17 touchdowns to me now. Carson about to go crazy this year. He's a man on a mission, bro. Carson about to go. What does he have to lose, though? Look at my That's it. That's it, right? That that black. I want number 11 Carson back. I want number. It's crazy that there are fans that say these uniforms look bad, bro. Yeah, that's that's insane. That's insane. Whip them things out early this season. I don't know what to, I don't know what to tell folks. First man. Time game. But last topic, and we out for the night. Maryland versus the Commonwealth for this new damn stadium. Ah, the man. Commander City for Commander City, representing Maryland in the district. We got Stunner and Hugo Polo, and representing the great Commonwealth hey, of hey. Virginia. Rio Tay and Todd. Go ahead and state your case for Maryland, and if you think these renderings of the stadium and these photos that came out are actually go- like does maryland stand a chance for this stadium and how good of a chance do you think it stands? go ahead guys take the floor is yours guys you want you want to go first alex or you want me go ahead because I'm, I'm ready to move i'm ready before, to shoot off what you got man before, all right i mean like i said i mean i want it you know if we're being honest i don't care if you want to comment with you at dc Whatever. Let's be honest. The National Harbor is the best place to put that joint, if we being honest. As far as, you know, commute, transit, and things like that, location and things like that. But I don't think it's going to happen there. So with all the, you know, um, work plan layouts and things like that, um, being brought up about, you know, the current FedEx site and things like that, I think it just runs alive with a lot of, you know, stunners, economical, you know, he reads the paper and stuff like that. So if you guys can recall, I sent you – a post or an article about, you know, residential mm-hmm. development plans being built over in that area. And that was before the plans had been launched later that day. So I think just with all the news coming up, and I'm talking about, they're talking about building, like, land, guys. I, I'm talking about, yeah. I heard from, like, New Carrollton Station to the boulevard. That's about a, a 10 to 15-mile radius. Mm-hmm. And if that just is dedicated to solely Washington mm-hmm. football, entertain. Nope. Oh, he got that FedEx Phil Wi-Fi right yeah, now. Yeah. Oh, they, they cut him off. They pulled the plug. They pulled they the plug. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Virginia heard him pitching it and was like, yo, this is what y'all want? Yep. <laughs> shut him down. Shut him down. Uh, live right near the stadium. You know what I'm saying? You're on your own, Alex. You're on your own. Alex, you know oh, man. Well, watch me hold this down, man. Watch me hold this down. <laughs> Piggyback off of my man is saying logistically, it just makes so much sense because they're already here. They already have a lot in which they can start creating and constructing a new stadium while the other one is still there. They can convert it into just a regular team field. You know, like there's so much in place right now. Having a community hub or just specifically for Washington, for the commanders, right here, right here, Metro Access. It's so convenient for everyone. The commute stays the same, but it also becomes a place that you want to visit because it is literally a team hub. Maybe one day we'll get a nice little drone flying through, you know, like Commander Central or whatever, just showing how nice the backdrop is and everything. It makes so much sense. What it comes down to is the funding. And Angela Albrook, she's already mentioned that she wants to put her hat in there with the uh, with the stadium executives to get the funding. So we don't have to worry about Marilla doling out the cash. If it gets approved, yeah, they don't want to get into a bit of match, which is fine. Virginia knows why they want to put all that money out there because they know how profitable it is. That's PG's all they got. That's PG's all they not got. dumb enough to let that revenue go. They weren't prepared in 97. All right, it's 2022. Let's make sure 2027, it's here. Don't years, don't repeat man. your past mistakes. Make sure that money stays here in PG County. So it ain't going nowhere. It ain't going nowhere. 
That's all y'all oh, yeah. got is money right now. We got the blueprints of the clans, man. We should, we ready to I, mean, I mean, they got three specific sites with blueprints in we Virginia. We got to take a plane to all three of them. Huh? <laughs> you gotta take a plane to all three of them. You know, gotta yeah. book a travel flight for all three of them. It's cool because the stadium where it's already is at niggas don't go to that joint, bro. <laughs> they oh, in the heart of the city and nobody cares, bro. I just think you gotta wipe the stench of 20 plus years of meh off mm. and just start fresh, bro. Like I think it should be in Loudoun County, Virginia, but what it's looking like is one of these Prince William sites, specifically the Potomac Shore site, has the most land and infrastructure to put all of this shit. Like they want to put like a sports book, they want to put the stores, nightlife, and all this shit around it. Potomac Shores has the space and the neighborhood, surrounding neighborhood and golf course and stuff. It's nice. Like, that area is actually nice. Like, Dumfries sucks, but that specific part of Dumfries is actually decent. It's nice. I've been over there. I've seen the golf course before. Like, it's dope. It's a Jack Nicholas joint. But mm. Virginia just seems so aggressive in their pursuit of this shit. Like, they are not taking no for an answer. They're pretty much like, look, bro, we'll put the money out there. Y'all do what y'all want. You pick your site. You have multiple options. And Glenn Youngkin, you know what I'm saying? He heard Jalen pitch in Maryland, and he cut his stream just now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my man, <laughs> Jill, the froze down there. <laughs> he froze again. Yeah, he froze again. <laughs> yeah, I think he is froze again. Look at that, man. <laughs> FedEx Wi-Fi right there. But say it's all right. Y'all, y'all, y'all tell why this Stadium's gonna be in Virginia, man. Yeah, man, it's gonna be in Virginia. Look, look, Maryland had 20 years to create something around FedEx Field. They did not add a single thing around FedEx Field after 20 years. Oh, and I mean, I'll give you it's closer to the city. I personally don't even love the Loudon location. I know the Silver Line's going out there, but that's just like that feels like it's far from everyone. But they want to come to Virginia because the Ravens are taking over Maryland. Yep. So, and the Panthers taking over North Carolina. So they're trying to just take Virginia, get on 95 and get those fans like Zach, who said he'll come to games. Now, everyone down 95, down to Richmond and so on. All I got to do is straight shot up 95. Now, the traffic is going to be terrible. Shut but up. all I got to do is go straight up 95. So, you know, <sighs> at, at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the money. And Virginia is the only, only thing offering Dan any money. Right now. And I would right love now. for them to put the stadium down the street from my Jay, house. Jalen said he's back. Cool. Okay. Jalen back. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Man, it honestly. Too hot. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly, it don't matter to me. I just want a nice stadium, man. And I would like a, I would like a town. Like they said, like they want to have like a little town with it. I think that would be dope. Yeah. You know, just imagine going to a night game. You know, before you can go and just tailgate around that whole little town. Right, right, right. I think that would be cool, man. And um, I just want a good stadium. I want a nice stadium. I want, I want a dome. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I just want. We get the dome. Yeah, I was about to say that's gonna happen. So we get the dome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Translucent. We get a dome with a translucent roof. Yeah, at this that's fire. Point, that's ridiculous, I'm, man. I'm ready for. I want to know what it looks like. I'm excited that Maryland actually pulled out some pictures because yeah, the dudes, cool. they reported on the three sites and the blueprints they saw of the three Virginia sites, but we haven't seen what they yeah. design and what they want the stadium and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, so who designs it? Does does Jason and his team design it, or does the? the no, nah, they're gonna have like architects and like specific people working on okay. it. Like they have like specific. Like I was watching a lot of stuff on the building of SoFi and Allegiant because I love that type of architecture and shit. I'm excited to see 
like what their plan is, like how, what it's going to look, what the aesthetics going to look like, like with the Mercedes Superdome, the Atlanta joint, they wanted the top of it to look like a sports car, yeah. like, yeah. open up like a car, like a sunroof yeah. and shit. Like, so, I wanna so know do you think Am- you think Amazon is gonna is gonna push it or or what? I was Amazon. thinking, who do y'all think is gonna get? We were talking about this in the chat earlier. Who do y'all think is gonna get the naming rights to the stadium? Amazon I think it's gonna be a sports book. I think it's gonna be FanDuel. Mm, it could be MGM. Yeah, I think that, that MGM. Yeah. All right, I want, I, I want Amazon. I, I said it before. Amazon's not touching anything. With Bezos can't buy the team. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I'm calling. I'm calling yeah. my shot. It's gonna be FanDuel. It's gonna be FanDuel Sportsbook Superdome. Hey, Tesla can sneak in there, man. That is their Ooh. company vehicle. They have the connections there already. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, were trying yeah, around the commanders. The commanders. Uh, the you, yeah, you know, I mean, who knows? Tesla, Tesla Stadium. You know, hey, hey. the Or. Now we got a stadium, you know what I'm saying? You can see it mm-hmm. already, man. The whole spill of commercial. I mean, yeah. Navy Federal, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be something stupid. Walmart. Like Walmart Stadium. Tesla will be fired, though. Tesla will be fired. Slim Chicken Stadium. Tesla, yeah, the Tesla Dome, right? Yeah, Tesla Tesla Dome. Yes, That's man. Right. What? Yeah. 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 They Same are like electric. Yeah. That's cool. That's going to be super hype. That yeah. stadium will be crazy because yeah. we went, like, they've heard everything. That how yeah. bad we've all shitted on that stadium yeah. for 20 plus years. They have to deliver, and Dan has to go crazy. My man Tay says they're gonna keep the moat. Remember the moat? Yeah. <laughs> I, need it. I need the moat. <laughs> you can use it for ice skating in the winter, right? All right, <laughs> ain't no fucking way. But we just hit the hour mark. We're gonna go ahead and wrap it up for the day. It was fire per usual. And we have something special coming around draft time that y'all are going to really enjoy. I appreciate y'all. Y'all go ahead and tell them where they can find you. We can go ahead and get out of here, man. Tay and Todd Podcast at Tay and Todd on Twitter. We're not on Instagram and on YouTube. Tay and Todd Podcast. I'm going to start breaking down some stuff here for you again. Carson Wentz. What went wrong? (laughs) Check it out. I need that in my life, man. (sighs) For Jay sure. Man. Uh bleeding BNG. We're on all podcast platforms on YouTube. Um, our Instagram handle is right there at B-L-E-E-D-I-N-G B-N-G. Twitter handle is a tad bit different. Only one G. B-L-E-E-D-I-N-B-N-G. Posting daily um, you know, content. Uh, so be sure to check us out. All right, right there. I'm on <laughs> Twitter. You go follow the two zeros at the end underscore in between. Let's get it, y'all. Let's get it. My man Tate, like Tay and Todd are like a package deal. So this is the dopest Washington Commanders group chat. We do this because we are commanders. (laughs) We are the commanders. The commanders. (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) 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 Until next time, hail to the commanders. Deuces. Deuce. Peace.